Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. <laughs> and I'm Hector. How's it going, dude? It's going fine, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. It's uh, what have I been doing today. So uh, tomorrow, I've been trying to find some clothes to uh, wear because I'm doing a, like a photo shoot from all my solo stuff. I don't have any nice pictures of just me on my own. So, dude, you got to uh, wear a suit. You gotta like I look all so. sharp with a tie and everything. And, yeah, yeah, what do you think? What do you think I should go with? Tuxedo, suit? tuxedo, dude. <laughs> with, a, with a bolo tie and everything. You gotta I go look, like mariachi style. But the problem is because I never ever wear a suit. I look like an idiot in one. I look like my yeah, mom's no, dress. Just me. kidding, man. Don't wear a suit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Well, th- that's good because I absolutely wasn't planning on doing it. You worried me then for a minute. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, man. Do your do your thing, man. You got yeah. the, the tie. I was thinking of wear. like taking like doing a funny picture with like loads holding loads of different instruments. You know, yeah, like, kind of like a. Bit of a sort of you know play on the fact that I play a bunch of instruments. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's it might cool. work. I don't know. Whatever, we'll figure something out. Danielle's going to help me out with it. Yeah, that's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, we've got Ricky, Joe, and Akira here from. Um, oh my god, the oh, shake, the shake. Wow, <laughs> wow. How's it going, guys? <laughs> uh, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, we re- just remembered our name too, so it's okay. <laughs> it takes us a little while to think of it. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Yeah, cool. No, we played a bunch of times together. I've seen you play. I don't know what happened to me. Then it's a little embarrassing, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how's life? All right? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, for us, uh, we've been super, super busy, so I'm pretty excited to be able to start kicking off. It's nice to end the year on a high, being able to play a bunch of shows, and obviously we've got an EP coming out. So, How long have you guys been together? Mm. I think just over six months. Yeah, yeah something yeah, like that. Just just six months. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was longer than that. No. I mean, you guys it feels like, like it's longer yeah. than that. No, but even you came just like, kicking out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, that was sort of the thing is that we came out strong from the get-go. So, like, a lot of people were sort of surprised that we'd only been together for a short period of time. Um, but we were we had started getting, like, we had already Thank booked you. a monthly gig over at Prop like the second month we were a band okay. yeah. and we then that was sort of like the kickoff to everything and we're like alright well because we were already sort of in a, an emotion with the other band we were playing with prior so once we left and started this it was just kind of like alright let's just take the momentum thank you so we're, we're all three of you in this other band or yeah, yeah. Okay. at different okay. times so you guys okay so you guys were already playing together because I was going to say I've seen you live and you guys just I mean like you guys click, man. Yeah, Thank you, man. Tight, well, we all so. played in the same band at different times. Okay, oh, really? Okay. Some, some. Yeah. Well, we had some overlap in the sense <laughs> where, like, I was the drummer for the band, and then uh, I came after Aquila, and then sometimes he would come up and he'd play while I'd go up and sing, or he would cover some gigs for me and stuff like that. And and that was like we've we've worked together yeah. musically over like the past like year prior. But, okay, but never in this. Like in this sense, where I was playing guitar and he was strictly on drums. on drums and him on bass, because yeah. right. because bass is not his first instrument, uh, yeah, guitar is not my first instrument. Akil is the only one on his native instrument. Okay, okay. interesting. So why, why don't we have a little bit of a chat about um, the, both of you guys' musical origins? We've had Ricky on here before, and we talked about that. So um, be interesting to pick your brains, Akil. You were saying uh, you're the son of a pastor, is that right? Yes. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of gospel church music and things like that. Yeah. Um, I honestly can't think of a better kind of like beginning of, of you know becoming a musician. You know, it's, I got so a lot of change. classical training when I started because of that, because sure. we're reading music to play at, at on a Sunday. 
Yeah, you totally. know everybody's a paid musician, so everybody there's no rehearsal or anything. Yeah, so I got really used to covering a lot of different genres and and things like that. After I became old enough, then I started going everywhere. Everybody started hiring me to play. For sure, I mean some of the best musicians I know down here, you know Rocky and um, uh, Josh Miles, people like that are all all their roots of their musicalities comes from you know uh, early church experiences. You know? I feel like we've had quite a few people on here that have that have talked about uh, church music being their their, yeah. their kind of beginnings and their their roots, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, literally, no matter what you think of it, that is just such a positive thing, and, and they're very strict. I was gonna yeah. say it. Re- I think it like really helps for drummers, especially. Yeah. Like I've I've just noticed over you know I haven't even been like in the music scene for long, but that like definitely seems just to, to let help. you know, Joe is about twelve or thirteen years old. <laughs> so I I figured out. We're gonna cut him open to count his rings soon. But, yeah. <laughs> That's great. So um, yeah, outside of uh, um, church music, what? Um, how did you start sort of developing your musical taste? Okay. Um. Just growing up, I uh, always skated, I always surfed, so I always kind of, and I was always a reggae dreadlock, so I kind of like mixed my own type of things, what everybody told you not to do when you're training classical music, Sure, and kind of where we're at now, kind of, we're just doing everything everybody always told us not to do. When did the uh, reggae take hold? How old were you when it all started to become a thing? I mean, being from Brazil, I kind of grew up listening to reggae in sure. the house, and it yeah. just it just became more of a a strong suit because I was playing a lot of reggae. I was getting a lot of gigs to play reggae, so I got kind of a, a little recognition for being a reggae drummer. And, oh, cool! And then okay. we came out. <laughs> you, so you're born in Brazil, right? Yes, sir. How long have you been here? Uh. 20-something years, man. Right, a long time. Okay. I'm, um, yeah, I'm English, obviously. I've been here 11 at this point. So you mean... Is the- that what that sound is? <laughs> <laughs> I've so, been here, oh yeah, my entire freaking life. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved here when you were a child, then? Yeah, I, yeah. I think I was nine. Right. Okay. Cool. So reggae Ray is like pretty big in South Florida, yeah, so I, I, I can say. see where that would be. I was also in the rock band, a couple signed rock bands before, so rock kind of died in South Florida. Yeah. All the rock stations went away, no more festivals like Warp Tour and things like that. So for me not to like stay, I guess, doing any nothing, I, since I can play other genres, I was just reggae, it's coming back, let's go. Is it ever? It's like just a huge wave of it. It's yeah. crazy. It's such a, like, reggae in England, when I was, you know, listening to it in the kind of 90s, there's all these ties to punk with it in England because of, you know, all the windrush, the windrush generation Jamaicans that moved to um, England. Um, it was basically after the war, what happened was um, tons of Jamaicans moved to the UK because... Um, there was like a, a thing where they were encouraged to come and get jobs because the country was flattened and we needed people to work. Loads of Jamaicans moved then. And so, like, the 60s and 70s, there was this huge Jamaican music, like, explosion, essentially. Well, that England. was the birth of Two-Tone, right? 
Well, yeah, I mean, and that's even, yeah, that's even, le- yeah, it was, absolutely. Because it was the reggae influence that came from Jamaica that, mm-hmm. that came in with, like, the the UK rock. That's exactly right. And my, um, the bassist in Sonic Boom 6, um, Barney, he, he wrote his um, thesis on this for university, um, and his whole premise was that um, it was the first band, I don't know if he meant globally or in the UK at least, where black and white kids were growing up in the same neighbourhoods and forming bands together as just like 100% kind of peers, you know? And like it was, yeah, it was definitely um, in the UK, you know, the first time that that happened. Two-Tone was a big deal, I think, you know? Yeah, I watched this unbelievable documentary about Two-Tone and I actually wrote a song because of it, like all about Two-Tone because I was so inspired from this. But yeah, it's it's crazy how that did that. But that was, I mean, like reggae coming to the UK started this whole entire genre, which... I mean, it has obviously turned into a weirder version of Sky after that. But. <laughs> totally. I feel like reggae in England just has a bit of a different feel. It's like very, it's very... Um, it's more dancey. It's more dancey. And it's also just in terms of the, the, the vibe of the scene, it feels like sort of like edgier. Like sometimes in mm-hmm. Florida, it can be a little bit like um, kind of... Hippie-ish. Kind of, kind of two guys playing Bob Marley in in a uh, in a, a tiki park. bar, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's yeah. nothing edgy about yeah, that. Yeah, nothing, not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so is is reggae supposed to be edgy? Not necessarily. I'm just saying that it just has. No, a no, steel. no. I'm, yeah, I'm saying yeah. like it is really reggae vibe. Like, well, I think that it's it goes to the point of. Um, it's how you interpret it. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. sort of like yes. what we did is that we decided that we were going to interpret the reggae a different way yeah and be like well he because i mean like he primarily is more of like the chill what's the band that you like so much oh stick figure stick figure yeah. gotcha that yeah. shit puts me to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and i mean i i i totally i thoroughly um respect everything they do and i mean like the guys from from stick figure are are massive producers in the, in sure. the reggae world and everything like yeah. that and they write fantastic songs but it bores me to tears right yeah um, well here's the thing it's subjective you're allowed to not like it yeah no exa- exactly exactly yeah, but yeah. but that's like one of the cool things is that like he likes that and then he's into the harder stuff and then i'm right. more into the pop punk so like we going back to interpretation like we just decided that we were going to interpret it a different way yeah. and yeah. see if people liked it honestly we didn't really give a shit if people liked it we were just gonna be like all right this is what it is it doesn't matter yeah. Yeah. yeah so joe what how did you get into playing music then mate um well i kind of just grew up in a house where like my mom was definitely always playing music yeah um, she was really big into like bowie uh zeppelin huge Mar- into bowie yeah That's she cool. huge, my mom too. huge yeah huge. They, they are well aware of how yeah. Busy <laughs> yeah, she was bowie so, for yeah. uh, for halloween was she oh, yeah awesome. she was actually yeah. yep she came she full wig and everything she does it every year, actually. Oh, she, she does? does? Yeah, oh, every okay. single year. <laughs> now we know. Yep. That's so world. great. <laughs> no, my mom's um, a huge Bowie fan as well, yeah. and it's a very respectable fandom, I think. It's very cool. Oh, dude, yeah. There's, like, a huge, apparently, like, huge following that interacts with each other and stuff. There's, like, yeah. a really big fan base for that. Um, Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. He's a badass. No yeah, doubt about it. Yeah, I love the music myself, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you hear Akilah's got something to say about it? Got, no, no. no. He's yeah. hiding his tongue. I'm about to get shot. Everybody here apparently um, likes David Bowie. So. It's okay, I man. It's okay him. not to like David Bowie. I it's love okay. him. Did you hear oh, that? my God. <laughs> did you hear the last album before he died? I did, actually. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That was oh, something. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> feels like at least he's... Oh, he, he has passed on, Yeah, at huh? least he's gone. Um, <laughs> you were saying. So, yeah, getting back, to your, getting back to your experience of growing up with music. So, you, yeah, your mum's into, into Bowie and Zep. Um, uh, what was the first sort of bands that you started listening to and things like that? Um, I feel like, obviously, just, like, you know, stuff along those lines. And then um, I kind of started getting into reggae pretty much, like, in high school. Um, yeah. Started listening to like Revolution and Pepper stuff like that. Yeah, um, kind of found Stick Figure kind of right as I was uh, getting out of high school. Right, um, but just stuff like that, and then I kind of like learned uh, a lot of stuff by ear. Yeah, um, picked up a guitar, decided I wanted to do that. And how old? How old are you, mate? Uh, Twenty three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that there's there's this kind of like um, there, there's a bunch of people that I know at your age where it's like you know. Like reggae does mean that it means like revolution, stick figure, pepper, as opposed to kind of you know like the the seventies and eighties reggae that that yeah. well, I, I, I did like I had you know I had listened to it and had heard it like you know my aunt and uncle honestly got me into like Bob and right. Ziggy and Peter just a tiny little bit and right. you know also along with like some yeah. other newer rock and stuff like that but. Right. I don't know. I just I didn't really connect with uh, the older stuff as much as the newer stuff, and not I don't not as a disrespect to that or anything because I do you know love and respect that music as well as some of the newer stuff that's coming out kind yeah. of from like the the West Coast area and uh, stuff. Well, like there's that. this rocky kind of veneer over this newer reggae. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of it for sure. Like, what they call the white boy reggae? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I was, Desperately trying to avoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a term. That's a that's a reality. Widely of it, though. used, I feel like. Uh, yeah, because you know? I mean, the thing is, is that I mean, like, if you look at a band like Ballyhoo, like Ballyhoo is reggae ish, but they're yeah, more like. Yeah. And and Howie has said multiple times, like Green Day is his favorite band. Yeah, so yeah. that's always going to be his major influence. Him and his brother, that's what they're always going to be going back to. So yeah. reggae, yeah. they like, yeah. But it's always going to be written from the basis of Green Day, yeah. so yeah. it's going to sound like that. And I don't think you know. I, th- there was someone talking about it online the other day, and, I, and you know, I was saying I was talking to them, and he was like, he, he was complaining about California reggae, and I, I said something like, um, you know, yeah, reggae, sort of much like the sort of blues scene, is definitely these days seems like it's like predominantly white and pretty far away from its roots, but it doesn't mean that there's. It's bad. There's no, some good music yeah. there. You know what I mean? It's I, just I completely different. White boy reggae or California reggae, it sort of took the place of pop punk. Yeah, like, Pop totally. punk was like yeah. the newfound glory, good Charlotte, simple plan yeah, era cool. ended. Yeah, and now you yeah. see festivals that are like big lineups pretty much well, just like you like, used to see. What's the, um, the one that's like predominantly country festival that's down in Fort Lauderdale? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but this year, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so it's predominantly country, <laughs> but it's it's a huge festival that that happens down in Fort Lauderdale. It's a it's a, it's a it's on the beach or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like Tor- three days. Tortuga, Tortuga, Tortuga. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this year, well, I mean, last year I think Three Eleven played. This year, Ballyhoo's playing. So I mean, like it's and they have bands that if this happened fifteen years ago, it would have been Simple Plan. It would have yeah. been, yeah. you know. So it's like though they yeah. sort of took the the headspace of where pop punk was and then put it into what is it? Kibbilly's on that bill, man. I know, right? <laughs> Bending genres. <laughs> I, that's, you know, but rockabilly is one of those things that sort of came and went uh, without much fanfare. It's bound to have a moment. 
Well, I yeah. feel like it's sort of having a moment now. I feel like I'm seeing a lot more now than I was before. We get with uh, with Kilbillies. It's so it's if it was going to be if it was one thing more than anything else, it's the thing is most similar to is like Irish punk. Yeah. Irish folk and Irish yeah. folk. Which Dropkick uh, Murphys and Flogging Molly basically had that on lock and nobody yeah, else exactly. really can touch them. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a cross between that and then when I write songs, they really sound like the more upbeat Frank Turner songs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what they sound like. And then, um, you know, because it's like an English guy sing, singing sort of folk with a with a backbeat, so it's going to end up sounding like Yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, He's kind of cornered that as well. Yeah, I know, it's yeah. really more like bitch. <laughs> pop. pop. Punkish kind of songs, and then we just put the one five on the bass, and suddenly it's mm-hmm. you know Americana. <laughs> so talking about talking about Frank Turner, I after I went to see him, um, people have been t- telling me that if you email him, he gets back to you. 100%. And I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, whatever. I emailed him, he did send me a really, and he knew like a bunch of members of um, of the my band I was in, Sonic Boom Six and stuff. He was dead nice to me. It was amazing. I emailed him in two thousand and six, yeah. and ever since then. Probably about once a year, we'll exchange an email. That's cool. Uh, Just because I just, I'll, it started off with like, hey man, you know, like I really love your music. You're super inspiring. This and the other. And he's like, awesome. And then, and then it turned into, hey man, how you doing? Yeah. And then you're like, great man. You know, uh, you know, I hope you can come to a show. I'm like, yeah. I hope I can too. And that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That is what, it's just as like the so dog. bizarre. I love you. As the, <laughs> as the years have gone on. I, I kind of almost beca- said that. In the, like, I mean, really it's kind of, well, because his, it, for me, his music is so emotional. And yeah. like, it, like, I will listen to certain songs and, and weep uncontrollably from them. Sure. Um, and uh, I think that's sort of the, the thing about it is that like, for me, he's like so big in my head to think that I can just shoot him an email and he emails me back is like emailing God. Well, I, t- I know exactly what you mean, and I felt the same way because he's always taken up a lot of head, a lot of room in my head, in mm-hmm. terms, especially in terms of writing. Um, but the uh, the trip for me was that uh, that like the, he, he in my head he is really big, but sort of globally. Not he's not. so much. You yeah, know, no, he's not. He, he, if you, love him, if you like Dominic. him, you love him. But if you, if you don't, then you don't even know who he is. I was talking about this with Dominic last night where I was saying, because Dominic Delaney, he's obviously a gigantic. That's how me and him became friends. Yeah, he's got like 20 Frank Turner, Frank Turner tattoos. Ooh, he is insane. <laughs> like, I thought I was a big Frank Turner fan. This dude is a Frank Turner fan. Yeah. Anyways, um, but I was talking to him. It's like, and the reality of it is like, to us, he's gigantic. Yeah. But really, nobody knows who the hell he is. Yeah, totally, But yeah. like, I heard the way I tend to be in Walgreens one time, and I was like, what fucking alternate universe am I in? <laughs> because that's like what I've heard recovery in weird places. Very too. strange. Like when you yeah. hear it in publics, you're like, "This isn't. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. This is supposed to be mine. This isn't yours, Publix." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, you, you guys are uh, releasing a, a new record, aren't you? Yeah, we have an EP um, that's going to be coming out. It's going to be available for everybody when this show comes out. Okay, so, it's got a great name. It's got Sounds Better Live. It's got, yeah, it's Better Live. It's, it's, uh, better it's, live. it's one of those things where that's like the number one thing that people tell us all the time. Right. And because we've been, like, we've been self-recording. We've only done one recording with somebody else. Uh, that was the song collection that's on our Spotify, and that was with Rocky. Right. And Shout he helped out us out. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky, yeah, Rocky, up, Rocky? Rocker. Um, I have to tell, like, the reality is that if it wasn't for Rocky this EP wouldn't exist Oh, cool! because he, he came in and he said to me that he's like, I love your sound. I want to get the live sound out of you. So right. collection is recorded completely live. 
Um, and uh, then we just put the vocals in after, obviously. But uh, it, and it gets a really interesting sound. And after listening to it so many times, I'm like, th- there's something to this where um, where it's live. But the problem is that try- we tried doing that. Like we tried recording. We have tons of recordings of where we just hooked it all up at practice and we just like run through the song and then we'll just take that cut and it's like. It's not that great. Right, so right, so right. we did a different we did a different way this time of doing it, but it was Rocky who turned around and said that um that the live sound is what really matters. So right. we yeah. tried to keep as it does have a live sound. It, yeah. it, it, that's what, we it, tried to keep it as raw as possible. As as yeah. possible. And honestly, I, I mix and mastered it. I am not I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It does it does have that kind of live, you know, kind of live feel to and it. That's yeah, only the drums, like the toms oh, sound super they, live. They sound and it's funny because it's like when I listen to it, it's like I feel like I'm listening to us practice. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so it's bizarre. Cool. What did you do with the guitars? Because um, you know it sounds like they're multi-tracked and they're they're very full and saturated. And I just wondered, like, um, if you could, uh, well, uh, guitars, amps, and stuff like that. You, you so um, we use all of our own stuff. Yeah. Uh, we didn't use his amp, but we used my amp. I have a Crate One Twenty. It, it's right. a uh, solid state. This same exact amp I used in high school. Yeah. Um, and a buddy of mine uh let me borrow it and i've been using that that's been sort of getting the sound so we just oh, cool. i used um uh a sennheiser e60 to be able to record it and i i have three tracks of every guitar okay, that's what it is yeah and what i also did is when i did the songs originally i had done dummy tracks for the guitar right. just with my ds1 overdrive yeah and i kept that in too Okay. So then I just, it just kind of gives it like a little bit of extra on top of it sure. and then just sort of blended them all together and try and give as full of a sound as possible. Yeah, but, yeah. but also on top of it, his bass is so distorted on it. <laughs> it's really because yeah. like he uses a distortion pedal. Right. Yeah. So it, with that, it gives it a gigantic like rock it, sound. It's got a really wide sound for just the, you know, bass three and guitars. Teams, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's some, there's some songs on there. I, I honestly, I can't remember which one it was, but there's a couple songs on there where, um, you know, the bass does come through as, as I don't even want to say distorted because it wasn't even so much distorted, just like super, super full. Yeah. And then I started, I started remembering back to when I saw you guys playing at Average Joe's that there's a few songs that you don't play like traditionally. You play, oh, no, you I play, play chords. You're playing chords yeah, like a chords guitarist. That's big. predominantly yeah. what he does. <laughs> Which is yeah. amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where once again, Rocky Rucker, I mean, it, it's, it, he, he saw him play and he goes, and he was like, I thought it was weird that I was playing chords. And Rocky's like, no play chords yeah, play yeah. all the chords you want um yeah. and because it fills up the he does he space. listens to the no name album there's tons of chords in there on the bass yeah i mean he he loves that sound and uh and that was like he was he just did it naturally because he's a guitar player he's not a bass player yeah. right so he just knew that he needed to fill the space yeah and uh, and, that, and that's what he did to do it and it makes it, sense in a three-piece for sure it's it makes it so much easier for me honestly, oh, it's awesome. because yeah. it's awesome, i can man. be able to do more things Knowing that I, it doesn't I can completely fall kinda, apart. Yeah, keep the rhythm going. Yeah, it's it, it, it was crazy. I mean, like I'm watching him play. I've been playing bass like my my entire freaking life, and I'm watching him play. And I'm like, holy crap. You can play chords on a bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I didn't know either. <laughs> it's Is one it of those four or five string. I can't remember. Four. four right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm looking 11, into getting four. Five string. String. I'm looking into getting one. That low so. B would do some damage. Yeah, damage. Yeah, it would. Um, I think it's one of those things where we just sort of, when it came to playing, when it came to the writing, when it came to just the way that we interact with each other, we were just like, we're just going to be as much as ourselves as possible and just do whatever the fuck we want. I think with it, you know, it's a good way of going about it because, you know, if, if you're a, you know, sort of a punk 
key kind of band. I don't, you, I don't know if you'd call yourselves a punk band, but uh, you I know, don't know. I have no idea what like we are. We don't. Like like you guys. Guys. I'd love to yeah. yeah, I'd love yeah, to know yeah. what you guys think <laughs> we are because I we still have not been able to pinpoint a genre. It's definitely something. I was talking to um, Justin about this. The, um, Justin Hucker, the guy who's in the other room recording the episode, I was I was talking to him um, about this earlier and saying like, you know, I think it's really important for people for bands to just be what they are because mm-hmm. you can really smell a rat, you can smell pretension so far off, you know, and it's like and uh, uh, people just want to hear hear you being you, and I think yeah. this is definitely a this is definitely a, a record that feels I, I, honest, yeah, you know, de- for sure. I, I, I feel like there's a lot amazing. more. There's more and more bands um, and, and bands that we've been getting on here. You know, there's more and more bands and, and and even solo artists and stuff that we've been getting that that don't have a specific genre that you can shoehorn them into. You know, like yeah. um, you know, I, I mean, even the band, the other band that Justin and I are in, Euphobia, like. I, for years we've been playing in this band and I still can't tell you what what it is I can't, I couldn't possibly describe the band to you it, it makes no sense to me and even Killbillies like people are like what are you what are you guys well we're kind of bluegrassy Americana Celtic you know pubgrass as you call it like yeah. I, I, it's always the best we question. don't really yeah. have a what, genre what, that we fit into what do you guys play yeah yeah Everything. Dude, you just gotta come yeah, see you gotta come see it, it. You you gotta come yeah. see yeah. it I think that's also like it's the better appeal life. of it too yeah <laughs> well I think it's the appeal of it too is that like it, it's it's one of those things where people ask what kind of what kind of music we play and it's like you just you just gotta come experience well, there are a lot of things in the record that are evocative of other things, but it's I like the way it feels like you kind of recontextualize it in a different way. Like um, there's a lot of kind of pop punk sounding riffs and stuff like that, but it's just a bit slower and it just gives it a totally different feel. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it just has this vibe to it, which is like slightly. It, it's like if you if you'd done it like twenty BPM faster, it'd just be skate punk, and it, yeah, you know, yeah. it wouldn't actually be that interesting. But the way you're doing it, it's like, oh, okay, you know, that's yeah, the thing about it. It's it's just like I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's hard to explain because it's, I like to break up the beats. Yeah, I noticed there was some there was some um, there was some which was the tune that I was um, listening to that had this breakbeat on it, it was. Um, a cherry, um, like uh, towards the end, you sort of go into this like D and B sort of feel, you know. I thought oh that was yeah, really cool. Yeah, during the bridge, that kind of like breakbeat feel at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah that was a so that that song is actually that's a riff he wrote right. like a billion light years ago, <laughs> and considering. Um, considering how old he is, that was like two weeks ago. Um, but no, it, he, uh, he, <laughs> it's like one of the things age that we always days. dog him about his age because he's so young. I'll tell you what, it's better being young than anything else. So you're in a good I, spot. Dude, I'm turning, I, I'm, I'm turning 50 <laughs> on Saturday. So, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So it's fine, man. He's Be 12. Be 12. Only as we play. Yeah. He just, yeah, he just started legally drinking a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he wrote that riff and he kind of showed it to me and he was like, this is a riff I wrote. And we were just like, let's just keep going on it. And the thing about our writing process is a lot of times it'll be I'll come with like a riff or a progression or a melody and I'll just keep playing it and everybody just does their part. And then at the end of the day, nobody questions anybody's parts. Oh, right. Nobody goes. You should do this, or you should do that. Yeah, that's rare. We we just go. We trust cool. each other to yeah. know what sounds good. That's and amazing. that's why. Yeah. And that's one of the things about one of the things I love playing with Akila is that he is he's an animal. Yeah. And I East. said I I texted him yesterday because I I had practice with with Dominic yesterday, and for a warm up because I was playing drums with him, I decided to play to all along. Yeah. And after I was done, I was like, dude, how do you do this? Yeah. Like, it was, I, I was sore after. And, right. like, I, I've been playing drums my entire life. That's my right. primary instrument. Really? I okay. was sore That's after. I remember. 
Oh really? Yeah. That, no, sorry. I was going to say that. I remember now. We were no, yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. I was yeah, yes. Yeah, with the uh, with the like the band in school. Was oh, that the marching band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I remember. Back down in band camp. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so everybody just sort of kind of does their own thing, and it, if it doesn't click, we just move on. Right. So cool. we have like a bunch of songs that are like sort of half written because it was just yeah. we just didn't find anything that clicks. And then every once in a while when we're because you know, we were we've been writing machines since we got together. That's great. And it's been a lot of fun just to be able to present ideas and just they allow me. One of the things that I said, we played at Matthews recently and uh, it was like right around Thanksgiving. And I said, I'm t- unbelievably thankful for these two guys because they allow me to be the, th- this is the best writer I've ever been in my entire life. Right on. Um, and the, the music that I'm able to do and what comes out of my hands, I'm, I'm not really a guitar player, but I, I know it sounds good and I can be able to do, but they have brought this thing out of me. Um, yeah. That like that riff for all along, like that's I would have never wrote that five years ago, six yeah. years ago, in a million right. years. It was like a weird wacko. We're doing like some Latin bullshit and stuff. Like yeah. it's like very weird stuff. But they allow they allow me to be so weird with my writing that when it comes down to the to the final product, it's always like I'm always so proud of every like those five tracks on there. I'm unbelievably proud of. Yeah, and it's because and you of these be. guys. And you should be. Thank they're, you. Man. Yeah, they're really to, good. To man. hear you guys talk about it is is like it's honestly like when you were talking about it for a moment, I had I like choked up. Like I got like <laughs> emotional because I'm like so attached to this. Yeah. these five songs and the fact that we have another 10 waiting yeah yeah so it's like when we're 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 already like looking at all right let's let's release the next ep well, you, let's do the next you thing. sent you sent uh um you know you sent the tracks the other day on uh via email and mm-hmm. then you sent me a message and you're like hey man i sent you the tracks you know you know, give it a listen or whatever etc and um and uh i have uh i have an art gig that i do three days a week part-time and i was sitting at the desk and i'm doing my thing so i put my headphones in i told you i, I was just gonna listen to it yeah Man, I had it on loop like the rest of the afternoon. Thank like you, it man. was like I was Thank just you, like, brother. damn, this is good. You Thank know, you, you know, and yeah, I, and I, you know, and some of it I remember from from seeing you guys at Average Joe's or whatever. But it was just mm-hmm. like you know, just good stuff, man. Yeah, damn, it's it's just not stuff. just me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I feel like. Or me. I, yeah, that's like it's not just your mom that likes it. Okay, our biggest fans, and yeah. and for a, such a long time, I feel like that was sort of stigmatized. And I have no, I have no issue with saying that. We have, if we have ten thousand plays on Spotify, nine thousand of them are us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't care; it's fine. More than likely, nine thousand and ninety or something. Yes, I'm like, nobody else is listening. Uh, no, it's cool. Uh, there's some tunes on there that surfs up. It's quite a lot of fun. So I uh, like the way that you've included, you know, all the chatter from the take at the beginning and the end. There, that, that recording is the very first recording we ever made of that song. Yeah, oh, and that was like from my iPhone. That's we, like the first real recording we. Ever did to yeah. put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was, uh, and we just we were in our practice space, and and I have on my phone like tons and tons of recordings. But I would literally yeah, just I have that's like. have the yeah have the phone on there and just hit record on the audio recorder and just record the songs. And then after practice, we'd send all the songs to everybody, and then we'd be like, okay, I like this part from this part, that kind of thing. So that was the very first run through ever of Surfs Up, and I just tagged it on the front in the end. Yeah, and, that's cool. And honestly, it's like listening to it the first time through. I was like. It gave me chills. I was like, I can't believe, like, in six months, how far we've come. Just that song. Just that song alone. (laughs) Just that song alone. And you could definitely hear because it's. Akilah's cackle at the end of the Here we go. This is so, this is so amazing, though, man. Like, I, like, I didn't realize it had only been six months. The fact that you guys have been together six months and, like, you are where you are and you're playing these shows and you've put out an EP and it's quality stuff. I mean, like, that's amazing. That's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah that testament to, you know, hard work and inspiration. It's rad. 
I, yeah. it's it's uh, I mean like I I can't I I can't even imagine what it would be like right now musically without playing with these two dudes like I I have I just like I'm I'm so happy to be in this especially yeah. coming out of the situation we were in mm-hmm. yeah. to now man I can relate I can relate. Yeah. It's a good feeling when it all locks in and comes together with the band. And it's one of those things where, like, I for a long time, well, I guess not really a long time, but for a moment, there was like, I can't believe I put myself through that. And then, <laughs> and then he, he didn't want to do this. I know. Well, this is the thing. Akila was like, after we left the last group, um, Akila was like, we should get together. We should get together. And he bugged the hell out of me. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do this. Nah, I don't want to do this. Like, I literally just went through this bullshit. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't really know you guys. Like, right, I right. know you, but I don't really know you. And it's like, am I really going to take a risk? Like, I'm, I'm 33. I'm like, I'm not old, but I've been doing this for, in, you know, in music years, that's like dog years. Yeah, exactly. In Thirty-three you know I mean? in music years is like one hundred. You only have right? a certain amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Akila knows. I mean, he's he's seven. Yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't really he's make got a difference. Time to screw up. <laughs> <laughs> he's younger and younger. But, uh, but yeah, eventually he'll be prepubescent. Um, was it? At, so you're the, just a fetus, man. <laughs> <laughs> How's a fetus talking? Um, but Akila and me, like, we've been through the ringer many, many times. Yeah. So, like, we both are at the point where it's like we only have a few more shots at this. Yeah. Um, so Joe. I mean, there there'll be more stuff after we're long, we're dead and gone for Joe. But uh, <laughs> but even him being young, uh, you know, like I, I mean, in reality, like most people would think about it as that a, a concern because he's so young, mature as hell, was sure. able to to come into the fold and do everything. Um, commit, and that's the one thing is like it's really hard to find people that commit, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why like I love it's a trio. Yeah. Like yeah. the three of us, and that's it. And how easy it would be. Of us. <laughs> Shut up. We can make it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. That's Podcast it. Over. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, but the three of us makes it makes it really easy, and um, and uh, the three of us gelled really quickly, and that's why we were able to like write so much and yeah. put out this EP, and everybody worked really really hard. And I mean, these two dudes are amazing. So that's I'm awesome. Same to you, man. There's yeah. a uh, there's a um, what was I talking? Sorry, I got completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Just all love in the room. I remember. The, um, so, so Rocky, um, I, I was playing with him when he he was your age, like um, when he was like twenty three, and um, I, and I was about your age. So yeah, oh. I get it. I feel okay. like um, I feel like music it definitely kind of crossed those sort of you know like generational gaps. You know, mm. it's like um, I. When else would you be hanging out with people who are like sort of fifteen years sort of age difference? You know, mm-hmm. just seems to work with music, oh, and it's so, not it's fine, it's not weird. It's like me and Kibbles and playing with you children. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly totally forget. Like, I mean, like we always make jokes about him being young, but I, I honestly, I up until probably about I don't know, maybe like a month or two ago, I never even really knew how old Akila was. I never asked. I didn't really care. Yeah. And I mean, like I knew he was young. I'm the oldest. Yeah, I know you're like forty seven. <laughs> but uh, what is it? No. Uh, but but Joe, I always knew was young, but I never even pay attention to the fact that yeah, he's that, yeah. I, like he just said twenty three, and I was like, whoa, he's twenty three, holy shit! Is it yeah. is it hard to work uh, to work your guys like schedule with touring and everything with um, with Joe's middle school schedule? Well, yeah, <laughs> we have told I, I can answer that for them. We, we have told we have told his teachers we're going to try and keep the assignments coming in at the right time. Okay. But, I mean, that's like, fair. It's, we're that's not fair. you know we're yeah, going to switch to homeschooling. We've learned three books while we're on just these two little yes. 
summer yeah, reading has been a book, bitch. Book, 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 reports. <laughs> book reports, yeah. We yeah. had Alyssa Marie Kuhn on the show. She's a, um, a country singer. She's and really she, young, too. Yeah, she's 17. She's 16. The amount of times oh, me and um, Hector said, um, oh, when I was your age. It was, <laughs> it was the worst. It was the worst. She was a great guest. Oh, and she's an amazing artist. But yeah, the, two, was, the two of us just felt like these two old dudes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Crusty old geezers. Yeah. When I was when your I was age. age. Uphill, in the snow, both ways, barefoot. <laughs> but you can't help it, though, at that point. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, it's, yeah. like, you're noticing every conversation you're having, you're noticing the age difference. Well, yeah. I felt the same way when we uh, when we interviewed Sierra Lane. I mean, I yeah. Was, oh, yeah, she's young, too. She's like, yeah. she was, I guess, just 18 or 19 when, when she was on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So it was the same thing. Yikes. I was like, yeah. And, Spring and she's another one. Her. And she's an only, you're talking about Joe's maturity and stuff. She's another one that's like super mature and mm-hmm. just speaks, speaks so, uh, better than I do, apparently. Speaks so, <laughs> so eloquently <laughs> about <laughs> everything. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. she was like well knowledge about her craft and everything. And she I has mean, some great jokes. Yeah. She's super she, funny. She was really funny. But yeah, yeah, she's another one that's just like way more mature than That was than, episode than, one, right? That yeah. was episode yeah, I'm a true one. Fan, man. Man. Yeah. And she does, she, yeah. she was doing these like drop two kind of like major seven guitar shapes and stuff like that when she was just kind of getting ready. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, she's she plays. I she played plays with like her a, for a little adult. bit, and watching her, she's a phenomenal guitar. She's a really, really yeah. good guitar player. She plays reggae with jazz chords, yeah. exactly. And it's like, huh? Yeah, exactly. And like her friend Allegra, Allegra Miles, yeah, like she plays jazz chords and stuff too. But she plays it like almost in a traditional sense. Sure. And then Sierra plays like the two of them. Their guitar styles are very similar, but the fact that. Sierra moves it into this like reggae thing. Yeah, this I was like, awesome, I was like, what? It was, it was blowing my mind. Yep. I was like, can't you play any normal chords? I'm like trying to like figure out what chords he's playing. <laughs> like, my, my brain's twisting upside down. If, if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole, learn all the all the drop two chords. No, I'm good. Chord. <laughs> Pass. I am fine. <laughs> yeah, when I um, started teaching, like you know, a while back now, 20 years ago or something, the. Uh, that's when I well, I was like, well, I guess I better learn jazz chords mm. if I'm going to be a teacher. And that so that's one of the things that I don't think it, like my wife always tells me, she's like, you should teach. And I was like, no. My wife says the same thing about art. I yeah. tried. She's like, you should teach art. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I had the patience of a gnat, man. It's it really fine. Works. I can't, I can't oh, do it. It's not it. even the patience. It's just that I don't have like the, I, I can't. You feel that imposter syndrome? Yeah, just like I don't, like, I mean, if you want to watch me and take what I'm doing and then apply it to what you're doing, fine. Yeah. But for me to be saying that this is right the or wrong or oh, yeah. something, yeah. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing all the wrong things for a very, very long time. I don't, I'm not in the one to. I'm not the one to be able to tell you which one is right or wrong. Pass along all the wrong things to the next generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which sometimes that works, but I'm not taking that risk. <laughs> so, what you guys got coming up in the future then, in terms of like uh, touring stuff like that? Um, we've got a couple of conversations happening right now. Uh, 2022 is being blocked out for. Uh, some festivals that we were talking to. Nice. Um, smaller festivals, stuff like that. And yeah. uh, we tried doing like a longer tour and it's a pain in the ass. So we're, we're working on some weekend warrior stuff where okay. we're going to go out for, you know, and go to Texas and go to yeah. Georgia and yeah. stuff like that and just do that kind of stuff. Because the one thing about what we, what me and Akilah have been doing for what feels like a billion years is that um, we want to try and do something a little bit different. Right. And that's like with the EP, we're not releasing it on any platforms whatsoever. Not, okay. not yet. Um, so when... It's when, going to be a CD you're going to buy. It. 
Yeah. yeah that's or, what we did with our last thing. Yeah, or I'll do exactly what I did with you guys, and I'll just email you the tracks. Right. If you want the tracks, um, and that's, you can go to our, our Instagram and our email is up there. Shoot us an email and say, hey, I'd like the EP. You can send us money. The Venmo will be in there. It's quite an interesting idea. Is, is that also a you don't decision? have to pay? Huh? Is that like a political decision? Uh, well, again, Spotify. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I just uh, this is the thing. Is that like I? It made me it, like this EP came out at the right time when everybody was posting their like wrap ups of Spotify and all that bullshit. And um, yeah, I know. It I me always too. it. I I always look at like it's like Spotify for artists with a question mark. Like, is it really for artists? Right. Um, they're making millions and millions of dollars, and you, we can get 100,000 streams on our song, and it won't mean shit. You'll make 12 bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what What does that even matter? What's $12? Yeah. Well, it's an, I'd it's, much rather take the risk of not making any money on my own volition yeah, yeah, than, out, than out giving it to you and you getting all the praise for it. Well, you know what it is? It's like you want something. Basically, I feel like streaming at this point, it's like an, it's an advertisement for, for the live show. Mm-hmm. So you want something up there, yeah. but you don't have to give it all up there yeah exactly and that's why like we're going to um we're going to have this where we can we're going to send it to we printed a bunch of like we've done everything in house like that's like the one thing that we're trying to do we're doing everything in house we have a a shit ton of shirts that we're going to have available at our show um for these these uh weekend of shows that joe literally drew like our if you've seen the logo the lava lamp logo yeah, yeah. that's a, that's something he drew oh, cool. and then we took to an artist that made it into a jpeg and we could put it on shirts yeah. he just drew a new logo um mm. that uh is going to be literally me and my wife yesterday were just print she bought a cricket we printed up a shit ton of shirts so we're going to have all those ready for the weekend of shows cool with all the, of the, with CDs, the vinyl and stuff with the vinyl the, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it has cool. our new logo on it um and uh the CDs will be he went to office depot today i think or yesterday, yesterday and yeah. got printed printable CDs and we put it on there so it looks like shit out of high school but it's like we're broke we're right. not, we're not, you know, we're and not. And it's a thing that contains our music, so. Yeah. It's punk yeah. as hell. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, it's like, so it. we're, you know? we're trying to, like, the recording process, I literally bought, I bought a multi-track recorder, I bought a computer, I made the investment into that, I, we recorded everything, we yeah. sat down, we mixed it, we mastered, we did everything ourselves, everything is completely us. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, so when it came down to releasing the music, I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to yeah. give it to Spotify. I'm not going to give it to iTunes. Yeah. We did all the goddamn work. Yeah. Yeah. So why am I going to do that? So if you want the CD, you can be able to email us. We will give it to you. You don't have to pay for it. We're not asking you for your money. All we're asking for you is just an opportunity um, to be able to show you our music. And and it, the music that's on the record is very us. It's it it's us speaking to you. Yeah. So I mean, like, why why put a middleman in between it? Right so you can on. come to an, you can come to a show and you can buy a CD if you yeah. want it's to. It's a very refreshing attitude actually because you know everyone has an opinion about it with this Spotify stuff and it, me included but then you know just kind of does it anyway. But we do yeah, it anyways. So, yeah. Oh, we have because we have a Spotify. We have like yeah. five songs on there. But when those songs we sort of like we did here and there and like uploaded them and the, I think only one song was actually uploaded within like because, like, do you use distribution? You use, like, DistroKid? Uh, CD Baby. Okay, so we use DistroKid, and if you, if you're supposed to, like, four weeks before is when you're supposed to upload it so that it can be able to aggregate to all the stores and be submitted to, to oh, Spotify yeah, yeah. playlists. It'll never fucking be submitted to. That whole entire thing. So you have to do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've only done, like, once. Every other song is, like, we finish the song, and we're like, all right, we're releasing it tomorrow. Yeah, put it mm-hmm. out. Put it yeah, out. Yeah, what yeah. the hell's the point? Yep. It was like, and we, oh, we got a show tomorrow? All right, it's a, the release. There was, yeah, a point yeah. in time, there was a point in time where we were literally, like, three months in a row, 
every prop show we played was a single release party. Because uh, yeah, right. we were just yeah. releasing yeah. shit. You we guys were just like, yeah. New? yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. It, it was, and it was fantastic. So, Matt's, but Matt's been in your, Matt likes you guys, doesn't he? Like, uh, Matt has been so supportive of us. Yeah. Um, he kind of just took a chance on us to, to put us on a random show and then has been booking us every month. And yeah. uh, he's, yeah, he's given he's us given opportunities. Us a lot yeah, of you're on those, those reggae nights, right? Yeah, yeah. so we're yeah. doing the reggae nights, which is funny because like we're going farther and farther yeah, away Yeah, we're barely a reggae band and it's, a, it's a basically like a ska yeah, song. Exactly. It's not even a reggae song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. So we played Scalloween, and we had yeah. to play Surf's Up because obviously, I mean, ska like, it's, that. that's like yeah, the only yeah. thing that's close. And then we went yeah. up to and we played with Control This up at uh, um, what's that place called? West End Trading Company. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we we're like, well, we probably should play Surf's Up again because I mean, it's literally the only ska song. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been great. I mean, Matt's been fantastic, and Propaganda yeah. has been our home. I mean, like that's like where we've been playing all of our. Basically, all of our shows. It's where we workshopped every single song that we've played, and yeah. it's been amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it'd be great if there's more places like Propaganda around, just places for original music with a sound system and a dedicated sound person. You know, it's like there's not a lot of places. It's respects and Propaganda, really. Isn't yeah, it? the know? respects. I mean, like it, yeah. it's that's a tough one. That's a tough nut to crack sometimes. So yeah. Propaganda is a little bit easier for yeah. for us to be able to get um, FaceTime with Matt. And well, I was just, I mean, I just, I actually just finished a, a, a mural project for Rodney and, um, you know, just literally just had that conversation with him the other day that, that there's just not any good music venues around anymore. It's literally respects and prop and that's well, it. I mean, Justin yeah, Rodney's I actually think saying like if there's, that he would welcome more, more venues. Like he yeah. wishes there was more competition because it would draw more bands yeah. into this area. Yeah. Totally. You know? Justin and I, we're gonna, we've been talking about trying to open an all ages venue next door to here. We'll see how, what happens with I that. Saw, I saw when you posted about that, that was a great yeah. idea. And uh, it, venues are very, very hard to come by that will accept original music. Because yeah. everybody down here just wants you to play fucking Margaritaville. Yeah. Yeah. And so I refuse to do it. If you're listening um, and you know anything about how to make money out of a venue that doesn't sell alcohol, please get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there's something that any, we're... Any venues that are actually Denny's out there. <laughs> I hops. And... I mean, I've been in the Northeast and played a bunch of like Masonic Halls and, and, and like student unions and stuff like that, places that didn't have alcohol. And it's definitely in the punk and hardcore scene. It is a thing. I don't know any down here, but, you know, in the Northeast, there's, there, you trip over. There's there, loads of places like that. There mm. used to be. I mean, I haven't seen any in a long time, but there used to be when I when I was, you know, about 800 years ago when I was young. Um, when I was Joe's age. <laughs> um <laughs> There was a off. there was a few people <laughs> there was actually a few places around um uh that were all ages and there was actually a place in Lake Worth that was that was an under 18 club like or an under 21 club rather okay um it was it was like it was almost like respectables but it was for under 21 oh, right it was really kind like of a, a, like a youth club yeah it was called like Echoes or something but they played all the goth stuff and everything oh, it, was, cool. it was fun it was cool huh yeah it was cool well because they high school kids I remember like when it was like down here in high school there wasn't a lot of places to play it was all it was all the skate parks yeah, yeah. that was it that was if you wanted to play when you were in high school it was a skate park you had to play the skate park. You know, Sp- spankies was, was about the only place that would allow you to play when yeah. i moved here i was like 30 years old and, and i was like where do the kids go it just seems like you have to like drive around. You can't get into trouble for doing drugs. It's, it's just, that is like, literally the only thing to do around here. That's yeah, why it's yeah. so. It's really really tough to. I mean, like I grew up here, and uh, I grew up in like West Boca. So I mean, like a little bit more of a ritzy area, but still, like there's literally nothing to do except for drink, do drugs. They just do and more expensive it. drugs. Yeah, like, no, very very <laughs> expensive drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
Um, <laughs> like, oh, that goes, oh gosh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, we're going to give it a go. We're going to. So if you got, if anyone has any, do expensive drugs. <laughs> no, no, open no. a venue. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be clear about my that. My days of doing expensive drugs are long oh, yeah. behind me. Yeah, yes. um, but Both of us, brother. Mine too. Yeah, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. If anyone's got any ideas about all ages venues, stuff like that, get in touch because um, you know we're trying to figure that out at the moment. And there's, I'm sure there's people out there who, who have, who've got sort of you know pearls of wisdom for us. So we'd love to hear them. Um, yeah, I think this would be a good point for us to listen to a couple of the tunes that you did um, here at Live Music Community on your live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, when we when we were asked to do this, we don't do any of our songs acoustic. Um, I sort of refused to at a point in time. <laughs> I've asked him multiple times. Multiple times. I'm they like, bug me about we, it. Can we at least try There's it? Like, they nothing. There's one song that we mm. might down the line, but right. so. Like, no, we rock! Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, I didn't want to. Like, I rem- your fucking distortion back <laughs> I, did, I, just, I just didn't want to. I feel like we're not at that stage yet, so I right. wanted to use the, the songs that we did from our live stream you this past Sunday. You can't scream without screaming. You, got, yeah. you can't there scream you without talking to a microphone either. <laughs> it is, so just to the side of it. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, there's voices in my head. We're <laughs> <laughs> losing them. <laughs> All right, let's listen to these chains. I think it's a good idea to um, to do it like this because, you you know, you're releasing this record and give people an opportunity to hear how it is on the record. So this yeah. is perfect. And, uh, yeah, we'll get back to to the chat after we've heard these tunes. We will insert those tunes here. Everybody trying to figure out if you are safely oppressing through life now. Maybe uh, you always try to figure out how to use them. Maybe without wearing it out. Fire! 
This episode is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar in Sequesta. And it's right, if you're driving through Jupiter and heading north, it's right there on the side of the road. Um, Sequesta is a small town between Jupiter and Hope Sound. It's up where I actually live. And my father-in-law um, reopened the place. Um, it had been a biker bar for a long time. It was called Judy's. We changed the name to Handlebars, but that's pretty much all we changed. I mean, we cleaned the place up. It needed a good... Uh, you know, a bit of spit and polish and so we did that we've put new AC in there but um, you know, and, and we have a, a dedicated chef there now he's called Bernsey does a great job and we've got a whole bunch of beers on tap just like it used to be except now they're cold they didn't used to be cold <laughs> so, we've, so we've kind of uh, you know we just sort of upgraded the place kept what people liked about it and changed what people didn't like about it um, we have a bike night there every second Thursday of the month and on Saturdays we have music from 6 to 9 and um, on the 4th Sunday of every month I'm doing an open jam you know slash open mic it's just a uh, an opportunity to come either play with me or just play some songs by yourself whatever you want to do we just a big kind of open jam session there on the fourth Sunday of every month um, which I am running so if you want to come and play music with me you can find me on the fourth Sunday of every month up at Handlebars Um, who else have we got Hector well before we do that I have to ask you when you do these uh, jams on Sundays is this where you practice your your loop mastering oh <laughs> so um i'm doing my best with that i'm sat next to one of the best loopers in the game so i'm yeah. not going to claim yeah. any any superiority Dude, don't do that <laughs> i'm already nervous <laughs> all right but, yeah i'm certainly doing my best with it all right well this episode is also brought to you by Harmony Management Group, and that is our good friend Mary uh, at Harmony. Um, basically, uh, Harmony Management Group is, is kind of a 
kind of a jack of all trades, really. They, you know, she does a lot of uh, uh, bookkeeping. Um, she can do anything from just a few hours a week of basic office help, office tasks, filing, organizing, um, or she can do full service business stuff: uh, bookkeeping, payroll, tax services, data entry, scheduling, invoicing. You know, pretty pretty much you name it. Um, and she does a lot of stuff for Killbillies. So she's yeah. she's a fantastic person. Um, if you uh, if you need any of those kinds of things, um, she's you know because she's been doing stuff for Killbillies for so long, she's been pretty good about uh, you know knowledge about the music industry and such. So uh, you know. yeah, and she you know she's worked um, in music schools and all sorts of things, and she's got she's got a and her um, uh, members of her family are musicians. Alex is, is yeah. a musician, and, and she just knows a lot about it. You know, she yeah. knows a lot about the local scene, and. Um, and she's just a great person to have on your side. She yeah, really is. absolutely. So if you need any of those kinds of services, reach out to Mary at, Man- at uh, Harmony Management Group, 561-420-5652. And, uh, and she now has a new website, and the website is harmonymanagementgroup.com. So uh, it's right. a fantastic website. Uh, went there today and checked a bunch of stuff out. She just had this done recently, and it's uh, it's really well done. And it's got all her services and everything on there. And she is now doing right now uh, for the holidays. She's doing these uh, pretty incredible gift baskets too. So, oh, really? Cool. So, yeah, I don't know if you've seen them on Facebook, but uh, she's got some really cool ones that uh, they're like in these tea kettles and they're painted up and everything. And oh, really, nice. Yeah, they're really cool. They're all they're all very unique. So oh, cool. if you have any uh, any need for gift baskets, uh, you know, definitely reach out to Mary. Yeah, so, multi talented lady. Oh yeah, she's she's <laughs> she's, uh, she's got a lot of. She's also my neighbor. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah she, she, literally, she lives like two buildings from yeah, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. I found oh, that out today, too. I see her dog, uh, <laughs> what is it, her husband, and, and Whiskey. I know the dog's name. Um, <laughs> that's so cool. Whiskey walking around my neighborhood all the time. Oh, that's amazing. That's pretty fun. I love the way it is down here. Everyone knows everyone else. Lovely. Um, all right. Anyway, um, the next thing is um, we're doing an event here on Sunday. This mm-hmm. Sunday coming up is called Give and Let Give. And... Um, do you want to tell them about it, Hector? Uh, yeah, we can uh, we can talk about it. So uh, you see the graphic on the screen there. If you're watching um, the the basic uh, the basics of it is um, kids get in free, uh, adults, musicians, etc. They have to bring um, an admission price, and and the price of that admission is they have to bring some sort of music gear. I thought you were going to say your soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to give us your soul. <laughs> no, soul. any kind of music <laughs> gear, the door. and it could be anything from uh, a tuner. To you know, a Marshall full stack, which I hope you bring a Marshall full stack because <laughs> right. I could use one. Um, but <laughs> but but the uh, the spirit of the event is uh, bring some gear, and um, uh, it's a, it's kind of a gear swap. You know, if you bring something, you can take something. But the but the main drive of this is to get gear into the hands of kids. Exactly, um, get them inspired, get them doing making music. Um, you know, uh, if they're already making music, get them making better music. You know, so. exactly. The spirit of the event is getting is getting musical instruments to the the kids that need them, yeah. you know, not like a 35-year-old man coming showing up, up with a matchstick and leaving with a half stick. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a lot of a lot of great gear has been given, um, you know, uh, um, Ron from the Cravens gave a nice acoustic electric bass. Um, I, I donated a PA a few weeks back. I got another bass that I'm going to donate. Um, I know I know there's a, oh, there's a whole f- drum set sitting out there with the stuff. Yeah. Um, there, there's a, all sorts of pedals and things. I, mean, I got some weird and wonderful stuff I'm going to yeah, bring there's a, There's a ton of stuff. So if, you're, uh, if your kid is uh, taking lessons, and even if your kid is not taking lessons and they're interested in music, you know, bring them by and 
and uh, let's let's make this happen for them. Yeah, totally. And it's a good opportunity to come and see the school if you haven't seen it too. Just come down, you know. We'll we'll be here and um, just hanging around, testing stuff people bring in and stuff like that. Yeah. And and we're gonna let people play the music we have a where we're recording the podcast right now is is the live room for the school and and so yeah. you know we're going to be you can jam out and test the stuff and we can all just have a big jam in here it'll be good fun yeah yeah no it's going to be a lot of fun so absolutely yeah oh and the the date for that is this sunday yeah the 12th yeah. on sunday yeah, yeah it's coming 1, up. 1 p.m to 3 p.m that's it almost, exactly. almost forgot that <laughs> <laughs> very important all right so guys um the, those tunes Badass! Can you tell us a little bit about the two tunes you chose uh, in terms of like what the the subject matter? Um, Cherry is like I said before. Cherry is a riff that um, that Joe wrote. Cherry is about essentially everyday life. Like when you're a musician at heart, but you have to work a day job. Yeah, that feeling of watching everybody else around you. Um, sort of going through the motion of everything and somebody comes to you and says, you know, like if, in a situation where you just like, you just don't give a shit about anything. You just want to play music. It's all you want to, you just want to follow your passion. Yeah. Um, they say like, you know, the house is on fire. You're like, is it enough to burn the whole thing down? Right. You know, that, that kind of thing. And uh, just to, just being sick of not being able to follow your dreams at all costs. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's cherry. And then all along is a all along is a fun one. It's about a relationship falling apart, right. and one person is highly optimistic about it, and the other person has completely given up. Oh, but wow. is it a true story? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I have. I'm obligated to say no. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, it's because like, my baby. wife always my wife always says to me, she's like, "Is this song about me?" And I'm like, "No, it's not about do you." I was like, "Do you want this about you?" I don't <laughs> yeah, think you want yeah. it about you. <laughs> Do we um, need to talk? <laughs> yeah. uh, but like one person being like overly optimistic about the relationship and saying that, you know, like we can be able to work this through. And the other one is like checked out a long, long time ago. Right. Um, so it's sort of like the give and take of the the verses are sort of saying, you know, like, you know, we can work on this. Like we just got to believe in love and everything like that. And the chorus is maybe we knew it all along. Right. And it's like it come to the now the optimistic person's being like. Shit! Like maybe maybe this has been broken the entire time, and we I just didn't even notice it. Coming to the realization that it's not working is this awful, hollow feeling. Yeah, it's it's, it's horrific, and I mean, and that doesn't necessarily um, that that doesn't necessarily happen just in relationships like like man and wife or whatever like that. It it that happens in all types of work relationships, Absolutely. bands, everything like that. So I think it it applies to all of it. So I guess in a sort of sense, this is the second time this has happened to me where you've asked me about a song and I said it doesn't pertain to anything and it actually does. Um where it, it does sort of pertain to something uh in real life and um but it just it wasn't like it's it's pictured as a, as a guy and a girl or a guy yeah, and a guy or whatever. Okay. It's it's pictured as a relationship like a a mo- uh, um, what do you call that? A uh, I can't even think of the name. It's about like a relationship between two people, but it but it was actually about a group. It was actually about leaving a band uh, okay. and everything like yeah. that. Gotcha. I just didn't even realize that that's that what sense. I was writing about yeah. until now. 
That's it's the last time this happened to me too. You asked yeah. me, you're like, is this about anything? And I was like, nah, not really. And then as I started talking, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. We're, good, we're good hosts, man. Yeah, I know, man. You guys get it. <laughs> Howard Stearns. Do you realize things about your own song? Uh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it's, Damn, a good, five, it's a good six, song, man. It makes me question my 25-year marriage. Maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I'm the optimistic one. Sorry, man. <laughs> maybe we knew it all along. Oh, Damn it. Damn it, man. The same thing, but I'm single now. So I maybe I, I knew all of them all along yeah, type yeah, of deal. I told him if I wrote a song about his his past relationships, it'd be forever. It'd be a whole album. I don't think uh, we're gonna be a jam band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'd just be like it a just Grateful Dead about song. Yeah. It's okay. I'm becoming a rapper. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. You can fit them all in. A speed rapper. I call it Taylor Swift syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, all right, then. Uh, we've got your pedal board on here, and I thought nope, it would be I think, a... I think we're doing drums first. No, we're doing pedal board first. Okay. Yeah. Well, then we'll go Boom. with that. <laughs> then we'll go with that. Oh, uh, can you tell us a little okay. bit about it? Uh, yeah, so um, the first pedal I'm going into is actually a, just a Daddario uh, tuner pedal. This is Joe's, by the way. It's bass bass pedal board. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Um, <laughs> so after the tuner, go right into the uh, compressor. That's a TC uh, Electronics force field. Um, after the force field, I'm going into the super octave. And the super octave, I actually really don't use that much. I kind of use it for one specific part. The, the on OC3. The the, yeah, the yeah. OC3. Yeah, um, I have one of those. The boss. Yeah. I literally just use that for one little part. Um, yeah. and Which part is that? For scream. Uh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like We don't question anything about anything. Yeah, exactly. Um and then after that, I believe I am going into the... That's uh, the dark glass the, one, right? Yeah, going into the overdrive. Actually, no, I'm going into the chorus after that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Do you use chorus a lot? Yeah. Um, well, I'm starting to use it a lot more. That's a new um, Yeah, okay. starting to use it. Uh, I actually just got it like two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but I'm starting to use it on um, a couple of the things that we're working on writing right now, and... Seeing that it works pretty well live for a yeah. lot of stuff that we've already done, right? We so, got it. We got a new mm-hmm. tune where he where he dialed that thing up, and it, I was it's like, like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah." yeah um, and then from there, I'm going into uh, micro tubes uh, B3K from Dark Glass, right? Um, that is, and that that's is a bass overdrive. Yes, do, do resistance like that is like the absolute. Yeah, that's kind of what that is gave the us our the sound. pedal that changed the <laughs> right. our entire sound. Oh wow! When he okay. plugged it in, and then once again. Fucking yeah. Rocky, man. Yep. Rocky suggested that pedal. Two weeks later, he went and bought it, and we've never been the same since. Never let it be said that Rocky isn't afraid to experiment. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, that's For what sure. he did. When we recorded Collection, he had, was it that pedal? Uh, no. Or something he like had, it. No, it was he a had, different one. He had like a, uh, it's actually, I've, I've seen it over here a few times when we've been here. Uh, it's, I think it's called a Sans Amp. Sans Amp, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the Sans Amp. Um, and those yeah. are really nice. I got and one of those on my pedal board. It looked like a like a Univibe or a Funky Vibe or something like that, but I don't right. think it was that. I think it was something else. It he just, just plugged in similar. and he ran the bass through three different, like out of the DI straight, out of one pedal and then out of another pedal and just recorded yeah. all three of them at the same time and yeah. was like, what's the sound? He was like a mad professor. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then yeah. he created the sound on the track 
that he was like, if you want this sound, this is the pedal you got, and he got it, and that's the sound and he had it, on the track. Yeah. And cool. got it ever since. It gets, he he is though, man. He's he is like a mad scientist in a yeah. lab when he starts recording because yeah. he's like a little bit of this and a little bit of that, mm-hmm. and yeah. a dash and a pinch like, of you this. Have like yes. three tracks here, and you just blend this one to the left just a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's watching fun, him though. do collection is the, the only way I was able to like be like confident enough to be able to mix this EP. Yeah. Right. Because I was like watching everything he was doing, and I'm like, what? The fuck? Yeah, that's the way to do it. And honestly, that's you know, he he learned quite a lot of. We learned quite a lot of each other. We for a while, me and him were recording together all the time. Mm-hmm. We recorded a bunch of. Well, albums. the No Name album was yeah. done. Yeah, like the me, drums me. were like done in your room and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and we also did the first Vibes Farm record, mm-hmm. and we did um, the Coven record. Oh, um, Coven! And yeah. we did um, another one. We did. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Space Coast Space Ghost, Ghost, Ghost. Oh, okay. We did quite a lot of stuff. Um, and then uh, it, it, I started to get a little bit done in by having so many people in my house all the time. Because mm-hmm. like, literally, like in my second bedroom, you know? Yeah. Like, traipsing through. Too much. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone. Go back for your wife. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, like five dudes all like smoking weed in the house. You know what I mean? It was a lot. <laughs> so, like. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just a reality. That's a reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's really actually pretty awesome that. Um, I work here at Live Music Community now because we've got so much facility here. So if anyone wants uh, someone to record their band, I'm all about it. Get in touch because uh, I I've got like you know little holes here and there, and I'm looking looking to record someone. So come smoke weed in Ben's house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you can't do it, it's a school, so you can't smoke oh, weed. Okay, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> come and not smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> record something. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got the dr- a picture of you. Your drum kit, Akila. Um, I, this is really interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about your drum kit, mate? Well, <laughs> this started. Um, actually, this is just after we started, right? Uh, well, I've been playing with that same body, like the wood I got. I got that that shell kit for the for the tom and the 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 floor tom. I actually got it made. Uh, with three different types of wood, I have mer- uh, birch, maple, and oak. Okay. And them, and um, is there any reason why he chose those woods? Um, because I was He's on, a big fan of woods. <laughs> <laughs> I was on tour, um, with a a band, and um, we were playing a lot of different styles of venues with different. Whether it was the climate or or the acoustics of the place, and I wanted to make something for not only for me but for the sound man, where drums have a lot of resonance and a lot of reverb and things like that. So I made it to where I keep I kept playing with it, cutting shorter, making air holes, things like that. So when you plug in the mic, you really don't have to do much. Gotcha. Just turn the volume up. It does sound great. I've heard it in the flesh, and it sounds really great. Yeah. And on the recording, the only thing that's on the toms is um, like a tiny, tiny little bit of EQ, and right. that's it. Yeah, the that's... toms are that are basically just exactly the way they are. And the the sound that comes out of it, basically, I wanted to minimize everything. You don't need a kit that's ginormous to get the same sound out of it so i have a 16 inch bass yeah and it's the first time he told us that he's like he's like i'm buying a 16 inch bass drum i'm like what 
Is it a tom that you've like? It turned used into to be, a- and yeah. I yeah. and I converted. It has the metal it to- hoops on it. I was like, that's mm-hmm. not a bass drum, buddy. That's yeah. a tom. <laughs> <laughs> I drilled some extra holes yeah. and I did some extra little things, and it sounds like a twenty-two. It sounds great. It really, really does. It's awesome. And, you know, that's it. Just messing around. I'll tell you what, we used to play with this band called Mouthwash back in the day. They're still a band, a really good band. And they, all you had to do with it, all of their guitar tones were super dialed in. The drums kit just sounded great. All you had to do was make them louder. You didn't have to mess around with the sound mm-hmm. like at all. Mm-hmm. It's like they, you know, it, the unplugged, the rhythm sections just sounded perfect it's like all you had to do was just amplify the the band you know yeah. there's huh. no messing around really to be and and at the time we were nowhere near as sophisticated as that in the band i was playing with. well you know we, we had some pretty decent tones but we didn't have it dialed in like they did and i just noticed that it, if no matter what venue they were in they just sounded great because the sound guy had to do barely anything you know yeah like, yeah so i totally respect that you know it's awesome yeah um, all right, so yeah, the the last thing we do on this show is we talk about any gigs we got coming up, isn't it? So yeah. what are you guys got coming up? Um, we have when this comes out, our first like tour date will have been passed. So that would be that propaganda, and it was a great time, everybody. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when this does come out, we're going to be playing that night. Um, at Sully's in Melbourne. Sully's, yeah. Yep. Sully's in Melbourne. We're going to be playing with um, Natty's Common Roots. Uh, oh, cool. They are from Coco. Yep. Yeah, Coco Beach. And then Dominic Delaney in the Dead Language. I love the fact that I live near a place called Coco Beach and I live in a town called Jupiter. Florida's psychedelic, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're out there. <laughs> Justin, we've lost Ben. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. It's awesome. Um, Cocoa Beach is a lot of fun. I had ex- yeah. I had a really ex- interesting experience opening up for the supervillains in Cocoa Beach where I was playing with a band and we went out to the beach, like sitting on the beach, and there was supposed to be a, um, a, a, a launch going off because it's like right by Cape, Cape Canaveral, where yeah. the hell it is. And we're sitting out there and we're all like smoking a blunt, hanging out, like, like oh, it's going to be so cool. And we're like thinking we're the only one out there. The thing goes up, the whole beach is full. And we're like stoned out of our minds. We're like, like our minds just melted. <laughs> There's like a thousand people on the beach oh, in Cocoa wow. Beach. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Anyways, um, <laughs> was it, uh, so we're going to be playing at Sully's in Melbourne. We played there with Sons of Paradise a couple months ago, and it was like a really, really cool place, and they loved awesome. us, so they wanted us back. And then we're going to be playing at this place called Axe and Grog in Daytona. Axe and Grog. Axe and Grog. That's awesome. That's it's a very interesting the, name. Nah, is all hell. Very bizarre. Is it a throw, axe throwing place? No, it's no. surprisingly not. I oh, don't it's know. not? No, it's not. Really? It's not. Okay. But my opinion <laughs> of axe throwing places is this. Have you ever done it? No, it sounds I amazing. I want to. It's fantastic. Wait. Please do it. I, I, I just have, I have a, a, my little take on it, and I don't know if this is true, but so if you open a place that sells booze and has axes, oh, at, yeah. at some point, so someone's, someone's getting hurt, someone's right? Get hit yeah, 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 yeah. And that's going to happen. It, yeah, and it may not be an accident. I agree. Um, <laughs> believe me, that thought went through my head. It may not be an accident. I feel like I. somebody's going to have like a, a breakup or something, and then someone's going to get pissed off. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. That's it. 100%. That's why Akila can't go to that We won't allow it. We won't allow it. We just never know who's going to show up. That's the first time I went there. The first time I went axe throwing, it was like a birthday party. Yeah. And I was with like 15 people, and I know these 15 people. These are rowdy motherfuckers right so i was i walked in i was like this is not gonna end well somebody <laughs> is gonna get hurt surprisingly nobody didn't yeah, but yeah it's no, the first thing that mm-hmm. went through mind but yeah. if you, but do it 
Okay. It is right. so much fun. Yeah, I love throwing darts, and I th- and it was it's relatively similar. Don't yeah. give um, me an X. No, we don't. <laughs> no sharp objects for him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. That's um, awesome. Yeah, but it's and not. Joe, it's and not Joe's it. not al- not allowed because he's just yeah, not, he's not old enough. Not old enough. All right, that, that's the last one, Joe. Promise. It's not true. It's the last one. It's nearly your bedtime. Nobody told us that there was a certain time for this. We can go as long as we want before his bedtime. <laughs> Don't worry, Joe. We got show tomorrow. Uh, All right, so it's an um, early show though. <laughs> Kill Billy's is gone. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> We can See do why this. we've been doing this? Like, <laughs> no, it's, just like, it's just like an endless pot. It's great, man. Um, yeah, we're playing the Square Grouper, um, which is uh, this 21 and up. Sorry, Joe, you won't be able to make it. Yeah. So, um, so it's three to six, that one. and then That's, a, um, that's the duo. That's you and James. Yeah. Yep. And then we got Carson's Tavern and Stuart from uh, nine to midnight on 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 that Saturday. That's right, as well. and yeah. it's my birthday. So yeah, it is. Oh, birthday. Yeah. I'll be finally. 21. I'll be finally twenty one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. older than Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'm Joe's play- been sitting around waiting for you. <laughs> if anyone wants to ride up with me from the uh, uh, give and let give event we're doing here, right directly after that, I'm playing at Chuck's in Fort Pierce as a solo gig on Sunday the twelfth. Oh, we might so. stop by. We're going to be on right. our way back from Daytona that oh, day. Oh, cool. So That's maybe, awesome. Maybe we might pop in. Well, that'd be very awesome. Are we allowed to talk about our looping show or no? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, we don't have the graphic. We'll put that up next week. But, um, that's fine. Yeah, we're doing a... a on just the, our faces. You picked legitimately the oldest picture. Would I you think get, that's on the internet of me. Would, would, you, guys, <laughs> would you guys call it? Aside from like that looking up public time. records <laughs> of where I was born in New York and getting my actual <laughs> baby picture, <laughs> that is possibly the oldest picture. I'm so I saw sorry. that picture. It's I'm like, oh, my Lord. I'm sorry. That's like from 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, God. I do apologize. Well, you look That's good awesome. in it. That's probably why. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is the uh, the loop there it is. Yeah, we're, yeah exactly. We're calling it loop there it is. Loop there it is. And uh, Hector is going to be emceeing it. MC. And um, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm curious so, how that's going to go. Yeah. How are you emceeing this? Well, he's going to uh, go, yeah. now it's the I don't know how Let's get do? ready to rumble. No. Let's <laughs> get ready to loop. In between each person, you're going to go, loop there it is. <laughs> in between each one. Yeah. And now. I in the red corner. Yeah, there's four of us. It's Joey Calderaya, um, and Ricky and Victoria Lee, and me. And mm-hmm. we're, we're all going to try our best to loop something up awesome. And uh, and then I guess the crowd is going to decide who is the best. I don't know. I think we talked about like it's uh, it's a competition, but there are no losers. Yeah, so it's, it's like uh, a, Whose go. loop is it anyways? Right, yeah. It's that modern kind go. of competition. <laughs> are we in middle school? <laughs> you get a prize for taking everyone yeah, exactly. gets a trophy <laughs> everyone gets a trophy um, Ben's I'm, buying everyone an RC 600 or something <laughs> <laughs> wow okay I'm yeah. definitely in I'm gonna, I gotta go and practice it's, now it's sponsored by LMC don't so tell Justin <laughs> <laughs> give and let give everybody our RC 600 <laughs> so if you don't know the RC 600 is the new loop of the boss is coming out with and I did just buy one today I bought Gosh. it today so that's coming, and I'm going to try and use it at this thing. But I am relatively nervous now because you keep saying that you're going to pull out all the stops, and I don't know what that means because you play saxophone, and I feel like literally anything I do is going to be crushed by the fact that you play sa- I almost bought a saxophone. I'll tell you this right now. I have done zero practice for this thing, so um, it's okay, fine. Make I, feel I, a little better then. I talk a good fight. I talk a good fight. You're not like, playing I'm going to do some practice for it, but I haven't started yet, so don't panic. Okay. <laughs> I was, I think, do you know that song... Um, 
it, it, it's uh what's it called um it goes it, it's a, a drum and bass tune by um shy effects probably um, not then. oh okay anyway i'm gonna try i'm gonna attempt some like some live drum and bass looping That's oh I'm, i don't know what that means yeah, but i'm yeah. in yeah i think it's gonna be good okay i haven't practiced my MCing either so don't feel bad <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're the one i'm really worried about <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting evening january 6th thursday night at guanabanas you do not want to miss this no totally i mean because at the very least we can all do it so it'll be decent you know yeah. like just so long as uh, none of us good time. well Guadabana's followed me on Instagram so really if the show doesn't even go off I won <laughs> <laughs> fine finally you're getting my messages <laughs> well played well that's played. pretty hilarious no shout out to Matt he, I think he listens to the show occasionally he's a good guy um, and uh, yeah I actually was. I went to see um, the Heavy Pets and saw Matt actually and we chatted Ooh, about the, the thing Heavy Pets are so good yeah oh my god yeah, like was I'm, that Blue Whale? Is the Blue Whale that what album that was like the whale? I've never listened to their albums. I, I, oh, I, it's like it's got a whale on it. Right. Okay. It. Uh, okay. I'll, it's we'll, amazing. We'll talk off here. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I I went to the gig because my brother-in-law was going, and um, and I'm not really usually a jam band guy, um, but I, I was watching them. I was like, you know what? God damn it, they're amazing. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate that when that happens. You're like, I'm not into this. Yeah. But I see, like, I, like in that jam band scene, like, I went to go see Dave Matthews, bored yeah. to tears. Right. Bo- and I like Dave Matthews, bored yeah. to tears. Huh. Also, I probably I wasn't on any like psychedelics. Maybe that could be right. why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, who knows? You're but anyway, he- yeah, Heavy so. Pets won me over for sure. Oh, yeah, they're they really rock. good. Awesome. I, and I spoke to them, and I, I think they, they might come on this podcast too. Which is oh, great. cool, cool. Yeah, because yeah. they're from down here. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah they do. They're so yeah. good. They, I, I think it was like 2007 or 2008. They released an album and had a whale on. I don't remember exactly what it was, but the first track on it, I, there's a riff that every once in a while pops in my head and I'm like what do I know this from oh that's and awesome it's from, that, it's from that album and I, I can't think of it I'll, well, I'll bring it up to I'm going to go listen to it yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. alright well um, thanks so much for coming on it's been a pleasure yeah and, absolutely um, you know, uh, Ricky, always a pleasure. And, um, you. and if, if you have any other musical projects, you're always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, thanks, all you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah, for having us. Yeah, yeah, sure. we, we, both me and Hector really love the band. And it's yeah. a pleasure. Thank you. But, I thank really you, appreciate you. it. Yeah, peace. Thanks, guys. Check it out.